Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight we are joined by Andy. Andy, how are you doing tonight? What up, what up? And we are here, you know, the two-man crew, the BMFEP, the OGs, back at it again, you know. I, I think some people are saying, like, we're the only people all in these days. So I think that's without a question. I, I just think, you know, at some point um, – suspension maybe maybe solo pod uh but you know me and andy here what else is new back for another pod episode eight recap show uh this episode it was so 50 50 maso menos is the way i would say it i think there were some good moments but there were some really bad moments that probably outshine the good moments tonight uh i didn't love it i didn't hate it I don't know. I'm curious about tonight's episode with you, Andy. Uh, what was your thoughts? So first comment of the live chat is McCord saying, besides the drink throw, it was a snooze fest. And I totally agree. I actually um, woke up from a little snooze myself for this episode as a result of Trev calling me. And five minutes in, I wanted to go back to sleep. It was just like, all right, come on. Like, there's not really any big personalities that I care about. Like the big personalities in this season are a bunch of people who I just find as little bitches. So there's not much for me to kind of get overly excited about. Um, I feel like we're, I feel like we took another level down in the dream, Trev. Well, here's, here's the thing. I just think that the most exciting part of this season is seeing what champ walks through next. Yes. My thing is, as soon as we get done with all 10 of these champs, we're screwed. I know. And my thought process, especially early in the season, was after the chomps, we're going to trim the fought. All the fought is going to be trimmed, and the only people left are going to be entertaining people. That's not the case, because no one on this season is entertaining. No. So I think you're spot on. I will say, here, here's the thing, Andy. I thought this episode you would kind of like because you, you had a pole wrestle. The daily was crap, but we had what we've been waiting for, just a little drama at the club, you know, throwing the drink, no elimination, no Tej coming in, which yeah, yeah, I wish it was a little more. I don't know if you noticed this, but and we'll, we'll get into it, but Raven – did you notice her glass when they, they cut the camera real quick? Her glass was broken. Yes, I did see that. And they just didn't show it breaking. And I was just like, whatever, like un- so, unrated edition. But my, my problem with that being the drama is like I was saying earlier, like I don't care about Melissa getting into any more drama. She is just fucking unhinged. She is just like a bowl seeing red. Like, she is just going at everyone she possibly can. And Raven sucks. God, He is just the worst. So, like, to see a Melissa and Raven scuffle, it's like, I'm almost kind of like, all right, wrap this up. Let's get another shot of Mariah. Well, th- well, that's the thing. Is like, geez, that's, that's the thing. Like, we just need, and I hate to bring this up like we do every week, this season would be a perfect 60-minute season. I think 30. And honestly, it would even be better if this was like a champs for stars-esque thing where it was on like Paramount Plus only and not an MTV. You're thinking pull this off of – are you thinking not make this a uh, uh, mainstream challenge season? It's not 39? God, I'm not saying – I think this has to be season 39 now for sure. But I'm saying for our sake – 
this should have been on Paramount Plus and just give us a, just I would have defaulted and waited for another time. I mean, this let, me go, let me go this route with you. If it's let's say next week they say that we're gonna scrap it, the ratings are in the fucking toilet. <laughs> we're just gonna put the whole season out on Paramount Plus. And I don't, I don't think we finished the recap. <laughs> that's gonna be my question. I will. I, here, here's my take. We're on episode eight. This was the episode eight recap show, which I haven't even gotten to yet. Have I? I forget. But if it was episode eight, we're probably going to get to about 22 episodes, 20 episodes in that range. You're telling me, me, you, just us two, because we're the only people still watching the show, would yeah. watch 13 episodes on Paramount Plus and then do an ep- a recap a week? No, we would do episodes like eight, eight through 15 and then 15 to the final and then the f- finale recap so three pods and i think that's pushing it i mean we would have to meet as a board and say guys do we just scrap this god i mean maybe it's it's, it's funny because like i don't I, I said earlier it's very Masso Manos, but the more i think about it you're you're literally convincing me this was the worst episode we've seen this year it's it did nothing happened God, I mean, Ryan McCord brings up a great point. It it will be War of the Worlds too. As when BMFE pod went dark. Do you remember that era when we just? I think we got through like seven episodes and we just didn't record ever. And here's a little story time. The reason that happened was Alex and I actually got in a fight during that. I think I had some event. Do you remember that? Like, I don't. I think that was pre me. That was pre you. I think. Alex can bring up the story next week uh, if he even listens if to the pod. Yeah, exactly. If we let him on. Very true. Very true. Um, but I think realistically, correct me, you weren't there. Fuck. Um, I think we got in a fight. I think I had like a basketball game that night or whatever. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I know what it was. I know what it was. It was game seven of the World Series. And I said, I'm not fucking watching the challenge during game seven of the World Series. I think it was the Nationals versus, it was in 2019. Whoever was playing and the Nats won. And Alex was so mad that I didn't record that night. We just scrapped the season. We went, we went rogue. Rivals four. It was Rivals 4. It was a dark time, but that bond made us stronger in the end. I think that's when we rebranded BMFE into Star. Are you bananas and bananas and Jordan? <laughs> I mean, some people might think. I mean, honestly, some might say me and Alex are bananas and Jordan. But now, I mean, I would say me and Andy are bananas and Jordan. I think some people would say, you know, we're PB and J. You know, I think we're we, we're just the best dynamic duo in the game right now. So yes. So. Let's get into the episode now. Let's God, get- I was going to try to just see if we could avoid it for a whole hour. I mean, should we? Should we just talk about, like, I don't know. Is there any other shows we can talk about? Maybe we should talk about, like, Surviving Barstool, maybe Ted Lasso. Uh, you want to talk movie time, Oppenheimer? Like, what else do we need to go into? I mean, shit, whatever it is, it'll be more entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Taylor Swift got the time person of the year. <laughs> I don't know. She didn't. It was her cat, I thought. You didn't see the cat on, on her shoulder? No. Oh, God. It was like Mr. Something. I forget her cat. I don't know her the cat's name. Mr. I think it's Mr. Snuffles or something. Snuffleupagus? I don't know. <laughs> Sprinkles, like Angela's cat. Yeah. Uh, Ryan McCord writes in the talk, talk about how we get cash fish before the challenge. Yeah, I mean, that's bullshit. We've talked about that. I think that was an LVP this year that I've given. Yeah. Uh, ridiculousness just getting d- completely dropped. I mean, that's just – it's disrespectful. I mean, ridiculousness used to be on, I think – out of seven days a week, it probably played about six days, 12 hours. Like, it was pretty impressive. Rob Deerdeck gave his whole life to MTV, and this is how they repay him? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, can we talk about, like, when he was on Fantasy Factory, that clip that's played over and over when Chanel gets kicked in the face by the, the, the dodgeball? I mean, that's just... Well, and you got to go even way back to Robin Big. People forget uh, that's like a very, RD. That's like a big like goss, you know, show that they used to love. <laughs> I know, pour one out, Doc City. Um, so all right, let's get, right, let's get back on track. Oh, before we do get back on track, I want to comment to Dabu 
Asaf got to stop doing commentary. I agree. That was something that came out so much this episode, his little like one moments. It's like, oh, my muscle here. And then he was just talking about like the most random shit. And it was like, shut the fuck up. I want to watch the show. I um, couldn't agree more, but let me go this route with you. You could say the same for Colleen. Prior to tonight, you could say the same about Big T. You could say the same about fucking Berna. About, even though I love him, Amon all. Like, half of this show, when they do confessions, it's like, I don't fucking care. Corey, Raven, you can go down the list. There's like five people who I think are entertaining. And realistically, just one. And that's Ed from the Circle. Our guy. Our but, yes. Aside from that, like... Is it just me or doesn't Colleen seem very robot-esque? Yes. I think she is a robot. I am from Germany. <laughs> and and what I also picked up smaller, about, Where are you at? <laughs> and pay attention to this next week. But I don't know if Ed uh, doesn't scream during his confessionals. All he does is just yell. Pay attention. <laughs> Every confessional. Yeah, you know, I was talking to Big T. Ed, we're talking right here. Like we're right here. Pay attention to it. It, it was very smirky tonight. He's got that Philly voice. You know, he's just, he's got to yell. He's got to make sure everybody knows who he is. Uh, awesome. what, what do you think Ed would be like at a, uh, an Eagles game? Do you think oh, he's reckless? I, I think he'd be nuts. He'd be, he'd be one of those Eagles fans or just really Philly fans in general that is just blacked out, but not an asshole. So he's just going crazy, going nuts. Go birds, go birds, but not like, you know, trying to start a fight or anything. All right. All right. All right. So let's dive into this episode. Uh, you know, we've talked for about 12 minutes now. We, we got to get the train back on the tracks. So the first thing we always talk about the streak. I know we were talking about it last week. Is it, is it continued? Is it discontinued? Where are we? I mean, I'll tell you this. Corey was the first person. It was Corey and Emmanuel who both were down in the circle. Obviously, um, Callum was the one voted in and eliminated last week. So, you know, I think last week we gave Alex the should the streak continue, should the streak not. I don't think he's deserved that. No, he hasn't deserved a damn thing. You think the streak should cut or continue? Streak's dead. All right, I'll give you it. I'll give you it. I'm a I'm a man for the people, and I'll say the streak is dead. That's fine. Because I think the streak is built upon somebody winning. So yes. if these clowns keep losing, no one deserves the streak. Okay, that's fair. That's my take. All right, that's fair. So like I said, the streak over. Down goes the streak. Back to zero. All right, so we get back to the house. Michelle, very sad, very upset. Callum Wilson gone um i mean it's so funny how these people get so attached to uh each other and literally like they've known each other for what how, how long do you think michelle and callum have talked for two weeks not even two weeks and they think they're like married or something yes like it is unbelievable to me that like it is crazy it, it's nuts. And it's honestly one of my favorite like tropes of the challenge is like seeing a, re- a quote unquote relationship like this that is not a relationship. It's just two people that are bored in the same house hooking up, one of which is in a very serious committed relationship. It just it's yeah, he's dating hilarious. Newcastle. Is, is, is that who he's? I think so. OK. OK. But I heard he might be on loan somewhere else. Rumors, rumors, rumors. All right, cool. So, like I said, Michelle very upset. Callum's gone. Oh, well. And then we kind of had a big moment for us tonight. Big T calling Kyle. Stir the prop. Chalk her up. I think, I believe that was uh, Alex's stir the prop was phone calls. Who? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Whose stir the prop was number of phone calls to challengers right yes and it, and it was 2.5 was it yes and so I now think we're at, the first we're at one because kyle mm-hmm. kyle calling big t which i love i mean here's the thing i think kyle should be on every season i agree i think he i know he just had a kid 
Um, well, yeah, him and Melissa. No, that's a different kid. Are we sure? No, Kyle. Okay, come on. Um, yeah, Kyle's watching Melissa's kid right now. God, people forget. Melissa's kid almost went further than Kyle in the final. <laughs> Melissa's kid went further than any of these clowns. God, is it safe to say, honestly, this season, has Melissa's kid, excluding Melissa, has gone the furthest out of anybody on this season? I think that's a yes. yes. I don't think anybody has. That's a fact. Wow. I mean, that's off the rails. I'd rather get a I'd rather get a confessional from the baby than from a soft. Could you imagine? I mean, that's some like real bro Simi Valley shit where like they just cut to the baby and it's just saying some noises and it has like the little uh, subtitles down below. Awesome. I know. Wait, but... wait. If Melissa does call the baby, that counts. I does think that count? I mean, it is a former challenge competitor. I mean, has a final appearance. I think it has to. I think it has to. All right. That's because of our stir the prop. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, the other moment that happened before um, the daily was Corey trying to make up with Melissa, which obviously that ain't flying. I mean, Corey literally was just said, said like, fuck you, fuck you. I'm with these clowns. And like what? Somebody's supposed to forgive you after you say that and call call them out? Like, are you that stupid? Corey's so, an idiot. Corey's sad. Yeah. It was it was one of those just he just keeps there's so many people in this show that are just grasping at straws. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, is like, do we think I'm 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 almost thinking like how many of these clowns are trying to make it to the next season? Because I, I think season 40 is going to be a huge season. Based on what? I know you and that one guy who used to be on this show with us have been saying that. But, like, the challenge has been so bad for so long. It's not just going to flip because it's season 40. I mean, 40 is a big number. I mean, So? And, and you know what's even bigger? I don't know how many more seasons Banana has left in him. <laughs> I mean, this could be the end. I think we've – I think it would be great if this show could make it to 50, but I don't think it's going to make it to 50. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Do you think the challenge will make it to 50 seasons? No. It, like, okay, we'll, we'll just leave it at that because I don't think so either. I mean, Flagship seasons, No. And, and that's what I was going to go for. I'm not talking these bullshit champs for pros, the all-stars, um, you know, straight-up seasons. I don't think so either. Because aren't the ratings for this season just, like, abysmal? Yeah, it's the worst ever. So, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. Uh, like, in, let me go this route with you. Do we even get to season 40? Could this be the end? No. Because they've got to have a bunch of money already allocated towards it. I bet filming will be starting soon. For 40? Yeah. I mean, you realize season 40 is probably going to have like 40 contestants. 40 could be the last one. It should be. At this point, I'm... I mean, by next year, we're going to have people from Squid Games on the fucking show. Like, I mean, come on. Honestly, it's a sad thought. It's a sad thought to see, like, one of my favorite shows of all time being in such a shitty spot that we might not see it again. You love the challenge, but whatever. <laughs> have they ever loved you back? God. All right. So then we go to the daily. So this daily, I mean, this felt very Mario Party-esque. You're just blocking shit, and then you're running through and trying to get up the tower, you know, trying to jump to the, the little flagpole and, you know, go down very Mario-esque. Um, you know the biggest – you know the thing that pissed me off the most about this daily? So we well, – let me explain also. We had two teams for 30 minutes building their castle, trying to protect it, and then – after 30 minutes, they had to run across and try to 
get through the door or whatever. What I'll say is, you know what ruined this daily for me? And we kind of hinted at it with, um, what's his name? Uh, ASAP just giving these bullshit confessionals. The amount of bullshit confessionals we had tonight from Jay, where all he was doing was sucking him off of beating CT. Oh, my is, God. I think I, I really think I need somebody to check the tapes. I really think he had four confessionals tonight about yeah, right. CT. And it's yeah. like, think about this. The fact that one man has so much real estate in your head, Jay literally has not gone past the halfway point of any season since that elimination. CT's won two finals. Like, congrats. You beat CT. You know what you did? You pissed him off and he won two finals since then. Like, you, you want a participation? You want a little medal? Like, here you go. Yeah, I think he genuinely does. Yeah, Hang the banner. I beat CT one time. It's very AFC finalist-esque. Yes. Like, God, he must be under Camp Ballard or something. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, this daily was so fucking dumb. It's so boring. We've seen it multiple, multiple times. It's just lazy. It was just like, what, what are we even doing here? At least mix it up. Do something different. I also, this was just boring and lazy to me. I also felt like there were just like leftover parts from some old set of an elimination or daily, and they just like threw it out there. And yes. It's just like they're like bombs away. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I was very underwhelmed, and honestly, it wasn't even that entertaining. It kind of became a uh, Kylan versus Jay show. Well, um, actually, it became Kylan versus the the rope. <laughs> After he's cut his face open with it. Which is... On yeah. the island, my man. What are we doing? Kylan sucks. So many of these clowns just suck. You know what's funny about Kylan? Like, he's so bad. And the more I think about it, I literally picked him to finish, like, third. This season. No, I think you had him second. I had him second? Oh, even worse. I mean... So, it just sucks. Like, you're... You know when you just... I don't even know when when you place a bet on something and you just know you're dead and you're just watching it, just, you know, horse race or whatever. And you're just sitting in last place and you're just like, Oh, I'm so fucked. Like yeah. that's how I feel right now. Watching him not going to get second place. Yeah. Me betting on Florida state to win it all. To win the college football playoff. Yes. I mean, should we talk about that for like 30 seconds? <laughs> Florida State absolutely got screwed, but like. God, no, let's rifle through all this shit. I know. I, I don't want to get any phone calls from Uncle Joe or anything pleading his case on. Uh, I because to. I think he might have called uh, the college football playoff. To... That might have to be a censored phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wait, isn't there some story with Uncle Joe, like where you didn't allow him to stay? At your place? All right, so Orange team wins. Who who knows who's on that team? Who gives a fuck? Can we also orange talk about? Wins. Can we also talk about how we got different colors again? It's orange versus blue this time. Are we the Florida Gators tonight? Like maybe maybe that's what it was. We're the Florida Gators. They didn't want to do Florida State, so they're like, eh, let's go UF this week and you know call it a day. Yes. So. So, yes, the blue team won. And I thought orange team won. I think blue won. No, I'm almost positive blue won and orange was thrown in. I'm almost positive. Wasn't Kylan in orange? He oh. lost. Yeah, I know. Orange lost. I'm That's pretty it. sure orange won. I'm pretty sure. McCord, McCord's still alive with us. McCord's in the chat. McCord, orange or blue, who won? Orange won. I was fairly certain of that, Trev. No, Kylan was on or – oh, wait. Did Kylan win or lose? He lost. Yeah. He's in orange. Oh, shit. They all – they weren't – They're all wearing orange. the same shirt. Oh, God. What the fuck? So, orange team won. Who cares? Who Nobody knows who's on what team, but Orange team won. All right, you can and say then, that. And then they voted Melissa. Surprise, surprise. And then Melissa's like, oh, my God, how could they vote me? You've been on the chopping block since day one. Don't be so surprised. 
Do we have anything to say about that? Melissa getting thrown in? No. I mean, Melissa sucks. She does. Her and Big T have this, like, little alliance going. It seems kind of sexual at times, or at least it did tonight. But (laughs) the thing is – they they're they're those people that you go to a club, you go to a bar that are just together in the corner and don't yes. mingle with anybody else, and that's yes. the problem. They're just kind of like on an island of misfit toys. Like that's literally what they are. Like they're, the thing is, they're making it this us against the show, us against the world mentality, and then they're like, oh my god, it's us against the world. Well, yeah, that's what you've done. Yeah. Like, what do you expect to happen? No one's eager to say, oh, boy, I can't wait to work with Big T and Melissa. Yeah, and, and that's the problem is I don't even think they're part of yeah, – ready, ready, Ryan. Uh, I really think, like, are they even part of the the UK, the International Alliance? I don't think so. I think it's like I think it's the International Alliance, the US Alliance, and then the United States of Big T and Melissa. Like I think there's literally three teams going at it right now. And it makes no sense to me. Agreed. But, and the problem is you have a couple other stranglers, like you have the Colleen's, you have the Amanals, you have the almost Kylans of the world. But when those people are solo. It's much harder to vote them in because you know you're going to have to vote in somebody else. The problem with Big T and Melissa is it is such an easy, we're going to put them both in. Not think twice about it. Put them both in. No questions asked. And you might as well. Yeah. yeah. You're only pissing one other person off. Exactly. And they both suck. I mean, Melissa's not bad, but she hasn't really done anything this season to prove anything. And Big T's awful. Yeah. But. So. So Melissa gets voted in. Melissa goes back to the house. She's kind of like trying to figure out, oh, who was the person that said my name? Mariah and the crew kind of are like, oh, we're not going to tell you, blah, blah, blah. We love you, which it's kind of funny how they're just like, yeah, fuck you. We're not telling you shits. Uh, and then we go to the club. And at the club, we kind of have the same situation where Melissa's pissed. She's going through everybody. And then she finally gets to Raven. And they just go at it, which – Andy and I have been waiting for all season long is them fighting. And finally, for the first time, and I want to say, Andy, the first time in like 10 years, it feels like that we actually had something thrown uh, like a, or uh, alcohol in someone's face or something other than just like a shove or anything like that. Something. I don't know. Something good, like uh, not good. Good is the wrong word. Uh Good for us, bad for them, like kind of thing. Yes. God. So, I mean, even with all of that considered, Trev, and I don't disagree, you know, we got some action, if you will, at the club. For me, the highlight of the club was still Mariah's outfit and Berna's outfit, both of which needed to be blurred out if you paid attention. So those were the two highlights for me, even with all of that considered. Because again, I'm done with malicious Melissa's whole shtick about fuck everybody. I'm done with Raven. She sucks. So like I was more entrenched with what what outfits do we got? Jesus Christ. Tee this man up. Um yeah, I mean Am I wrong, guys? Am I wrong? Come on, Lindsay. Come on. So oh heavens. All right, so moving on, after we had the, the good old thrown in the face, Big T goes back, and she's kind of like, yeah, I'm screwed. What else is new? Uh, I'm going to be voted in, blah, blah, blah. So she kind of goes around, tries to do a little politicking, which was kind of a smirky scene where she starts to go up to Ed and pays him, I think, like 10 pounds or something like that. I mean, that's just that's just smirk city to me. Um, I mean, you know Ed doesn't know the – those euros, you know, he doesn't know the conversion between euros and U.S. Yeah. dollars. It, it was funny when she just kind of surprised him. He was like, oh, it gave me vibes of like someone just kind of doing a TV show and doing the, oh, I didn't see you there. God. It was just like, come on. 
got very like what what was it high school musical esque like walking past the bathroom in the bathroom <laughs> yes <laughs> that's oh I completely missed you oh yeah that was good um so then we go to the actual voting and there's really no surprise where this is going uh Big T unanimously gets voted in and we got Big T. We got Melissa down in the jungle, down in the sand, whatever we want to call it. What is it? The killing arena, floor? arena, the killing floor um, for the elimination. Um, well, before those two battle it out, they actually don't battle it out because now we got the good old champs coming in. Uh, the champ we had tonight, Casey. So what are our over overall thoughts on Casey first? I like Casey. I, I, I think she's very good at the show. She doesn't, I think Casey's very good as a mercenary because Casey as a contestant on the show brings nothing outside of competitiveness, which she's very good at. And I don't, I will never knock a competitor for being a good competitor, but she's not entertaining. She doesn't add anything to the drama aspect of it, but I do think she's perfect for a mercenary or a champ like this, where it's literally just show up, compete and go home. She's very Landon-esque. Yes. And I feel like we use that comparison so much. Uh, but, like, you hit the nail on the head. She doesn't bring any drama, anything to the table. But she's a very good competitor. Which yeah. I personally think it's it's good to have those kinds of people. Like, you know, one, two, or three of those people. Not all 20 or all 40 or whatever. But the ones, two, threes of the world, like, I'll take. You know, a good competitor will we'll take it. So. Yeah, especially because nowadays it seems like you have to pick, like production has to pick, do we want a good competitor or do we want someone who just stirs the pod? And the problem is like there are so many people who could do both very well and be an asset on both ends of competition and drama. So it's like it's not like those people just don't exist, MTV. You just have to fucking find them. And I tell you how you don't find them. You don't go to fucking Survivor and you don't go to Big Brother where you're getting like the people driven for that specific show and then try to mold them into the challenge. Well, you you know how you find them. Like I've been saying for multiple years, like what we really need is to go back to the roots and we do Fresh Meat 3. I just don't understand why we don't go that route. I mean, you get 12 legit competitors and we will get them all fresh meat partners so would you, would you like the idea of fresh meat andy watch it <laughs> the only thing that could get this show to season 50 would be if on season 40 they did fresh meat three and they did a stacked cast of 12 former contestants coming yeah. back and 12 rookies with them guy girl pairs good Good former competitors, good rookies. That would save this show for a decade. I don't even think that would save it, honestly. If trust me, Trev, because you just look at the pipeline of people that are getting pulled into this. It's bullshit. It's Survivor UK. It's the Challenge Australia. Like, give me a fucking break. There are thousands and thousands of Americans here who are dumb who are wanting to hook up with people left and right, who are former athletes who would just love to be on this show because they probably don't have real jobs. You don't have to go around the world to find subpar challenge contestants. It's right here. here here's my thought. Would you rather have Fresh Meat 3 or a legit Rivals 4? Fresh meat, fresh meat three would be take the cake for anything because if they did it right, if it was twelve, if it was, and you can bring if you even you get half of those people to come back for the next season, you're you're re yeah no hundred percent because if you look at the people who came from fresh meat, it shows why fresh meat is what we need. Mm -hmm. Who the hell came from World of Worlds? Who came as a rookie for War of the Worlds that is an integral part of the show right now? I, I really don't know those seasons that well. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, you need to have people who start on the show in a good season, and Fresh Meat's the perfect one for that. It's literally made for that. 
if BME called you today and was like, Andy, we're doing Fresh Meat 3. We need you here June for filming. Would you do it? I'd quit my job. I'd, I'd tell him I need three. I'd tell him I need three months off, or I gotta quit. Stop it! Stop it! Would you be like paternity leave? <laughs> yes, yes. God, you're nuts. Someone's got to save the show. If I have to be the Batman that our AWLs deserve, I'll do it. See, the problem is you remind me, if you were on the show, you'd be like, you know, Sarah's partner, Vinny. Like, that would be the vibe. Watch it. Watch it. I think that would be the vibe. I actually think Vinny came from Fresh Meat. He did. Legend. God. So. All right. Well, continuing on, we had Casey walking into the house or walking uh, into the elimination. And she had to pull the dagger. And who does she pull? She pulls Big T's name. So it's Big T versus Casey. And then we go to the elimination. And what's the elimination? A good old-fashioned pole wrestle, which, honestly, I love pole wrestles. I think it's one of those where, and I, I think, like, it's one of those eliminations where I could watch every single week. If it was just pole wrestles and headbangers. Paul Brawls, every single week. I would love it. So a lot of my favorite eliminations are pole wrestles. I think we had a very underrated one, and I saw it today on Twitter, of Bananas versus Leroy, and it was Nani versus uh, Teresa. Teresa. Uh, that was in what, Battle of the X's 2? Mm-hmm. That might be wrong. Uh, no? Um, yeah, because wasn't that... Teresa and yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, because Teresa went home because yeah. banana sex. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that, that the one that Sarah threw him into? Yes, yes, it was. So like that elimination, um, like Wes, his arm snapping basically. Um, <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of good pole wrestle. I like pole wrestle. Derek had a really good pole wrestle. Um, it's just a fun one tonight. It was all right. I, I think it was good. It wasn't amazing by any means. Um, I, I still don't know how it went three and not just two. Uh, I cannot believe. I don't know if that was a little play by uh, Casey just to give her some confidence. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And Casey pulled out the victory. 2-1 uh, in pole wrestling tonight. So Casey got her 10K uh, and Big T sent home. So thoughts on the elimination? Um. It was to be expected. I mean, I sent you the odds that Vegas sent me um, right before, and I think it was minus fifteen hundred for Casey and my or plus twenty seven fifty for Big T, um, which proved to be correct. Um, Casey looked like she had it in the bag the whole time. Um, one question I have for you, though, which we didn't really touch on, but we got a sprinkle of it before the elimination. Um, Mariah threw out the idea of maybe we should start sending in good competitors to the elimination oh, because that pot just keeps draining and draining. Now, oh, it seemed like that put more of a target on Mariah's back than it did actually gain some traction as a thought within the house. Thoughts? Can you repeat that one time? Are you kidding me? Mariah saying we should target the bigger people. Yes. It seemed like you think that that actually that comment actually made a target on her back. Yes, I think it put more of a target on her back than it did convince the Michelles of the world that it's something they should actually do. Thoughts. The thing is, who is a big dog? I don't know. They all fucking suck. I don't think anybody stand like I would probably say Olivia is probably because of her experience the best one that we've seen. Mm -hmm. But after that, nobody's proven themselves. So I don't really know who that next in line or leader is. Even and we brought it up last week. Even if you look at the males, like Horacio. He has a lot to prove this season. Like, you know, he's looked at as what? How many eliminations did he win last year? 
Okay, and that's what I'm saying. He has a lot to prove. Like, he should win this season or get at least be a top two, top three, no doubt, is what Agreed. I'm saying. There's a lot of pressure on him. So, like, yeah. So, like, this is the time for him to step up and be that leader. And we haven't seen that yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's what I'm getting at is I think that, like, there's no leader in this house. Uh, and I think they're looking for one and there's just nobody there to point to. Hell, I think TJ is more of a leader than all these people. He, he is because he was the one who said big T again. You guys <laughs> have 38,000 or 386,000. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. So I think regardless of what happens, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, I just think the fact that we literally have. The fact that we literally have how many fucking more episodes of this shit? I don't know. Think about this, Andy. We're literally going to have at least six more champs coming in the house. So we're, we're automatically getting to episode 15 right there. And the worst thing about it is challengers can win. I know. It doesn't eliminate. So, and that brings me to the point, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but we'll get in our first segment here with Stir the Prop. It was how many challenge competitors will lose, or I mean, I guess how many challenge champs will win against challengers. I believe the over-under was four and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. We're th- we have three wins and one loss right now. Yeah. So, like, it's getting a little interesting now. So, and we still, think about this. We still haven't seen Kara. We still haven't seen Durrell. We still haven't seen CT. Tori. Tori. Oh, we haven't seen Tori. We've seen Kaz with the loss. Mm-hmm. We've seen Casey. Casey. We've seen um, Jordan, and- Jordan and Devin. Yeah. So my question is, at what point? I, I don't know, man. This Laurel, too. I, Brad, I don't think Brad's going to win. I think whoever goes against Brad. Yeah, but if Brad goes against, like, Keyboard Smash? Here's the thing, though, what I'm worried about. I'm worried. If it's, if it's any sort of puzzle, Brad's gone. Let me go this route with you. And she's he's got, the, he's got, like, the brain of, like, the monkey with the symbols. Chat, hop in if you have any thoughts on this. I'm worried we're at 3-1 and one at this point. Are they going to start rigging these eliminations? It's kind of like what Andy said. Like, let's say Brad's next week. Are we going to give him a puzzle? Maybe. Because they want that number to be like 3-3. And they want more episodes. I mean, these champs could clean sweep, and then just like that, six six other contestants are gone. Well, that's my point, is like, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I said, the um the over under was four and a half. We're at three now. So good pace, good pace. Um, what else was the people going home? I'm surprised nothing was addressed tonight. I would have felt a little better, but the fact that nothing was addressed kind of like maybe see you know put the nail in the coffin tonight of people going home before also the cut i was a little i was if it was a little lower maybe the doctors would have came into play and uh, maybe a dq or something but you know it is what it is and they're still here so yeah i don't think that one's gonna hit i think that was mine but the problem is as soft as these new people are the challenge is even softer Mm-hmm. The challenge didn't used to be soft. It used to be the, you're here, you're going to compete. If you don't want to compete, then get the hell out of here. That's no longer the case. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, what was the other one? Oh, over under 16 and a half, 17 and a half episodes. Regardless yeah. of what that number is, that's hitting for sure. That was a lock. Yeah. So, all right of other segments chomp change yes my segment chomp change 
Okay, Andy segment, chomp change. So we'll start out with females. If you could choose any female, who would you pick? You know, I would like to see – I'm not going to pick anything for the elimination because we obviously had a champ who came in here, um, did their thing, and came out. The daily was pointless. So I'm going to pick a champ for the in-between, the drama, the politicking, et cetera. Um, and I'm going to pick a female because it was obviously a female day. I'm going to go Laurel mm. because Laurel is just kind of like a bulldog. And throwing her into this type of situation, like I would love to see what would happen if she was either on team Big Melissa or team everyone else because she would make her presence and thoughts known and she would not be too kind about it. Yeah. So that would be my pick. I don't love the pick, but it'd be interesting. What do you think Laurel versus Big T would look like in the elimination? You got to add another two zeros on those lines. <laughs> It'd be minus 150,000 and then plus 275,000. Um, what about guys? Um, of only guys that are remaining. So you got Darrell, Brad, and CT. It's for the daily. It's hard to say CT. Oh, then we've heard a million times he lost that one. I would like to see Brad in the club. Ooh, I, I, I'd like to see what he would do when he sees the the Berna and Mariah outfits. I don't think it'd quite be you know a Vinny Pig or not Vinny Pig, but Vinny, um, you know Vinny Mandy situation. But considering the whole Brad and what was Brittany? Like, I think he would just be like the uh, cartoon wolf or dog who's just like, <laughs> like that's how I would picture him in the clerk with those two. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, good picks, good picks. All right, last segment of tonight. Wait, what do you got? Oh, for males, for, you know, for chomp change for anything. Uh, for the males, I would go. I, I honestly, to change it up a little bit, coming back after the club, I would have loved to see Durrell. Because, these. You, listen, here's my guess. But I want to see if there's a reason why Durrell's kind of like, I'm done with the show. Like, I can't go back to this house. Like, what, yeah. like I'm just picturing him kind of like going to um, – like he gets back to the house, just literally goes to bed. Like he, he can't hang with these kids anymore. And that's why he's only doing it like this route uh, anymore. So I don't know. Just my thought. Um, yeah. And then I said female. I like the Laurel pick. Honestly, for the pole wrestle, I love Kara in a pole wrestle. I think she's very scrappy and would be very good at that. I like that. So, all right. Last segment of tonight, MVP, LVP time. Uh, you guys know what to do. First uh, first comment of the order will be the order of our MVP, LVP tonight. Obviously, there's just two of us tonight. As always. Um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, I mean, what's even crazier, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to speak for you, but where's Adam Meadows? Like he has not been in the chat for how long weeks, years. It's they're dropping like flies, Trev. Oh, only the, only the real ones can uh, weather the storm. And I think it's pretty clear who the real ones are. Is it also safe to say that me and you, would we say this is like the second worst episode tonight behind the movie? Yes. Is it safe to say that me and you are literally the only people like we're together again for the worst episode? Hey, we, we can weather the storm. Me and you just button down the batten down the hatches. I, I I want to throw something out there, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but there has been some speculation coming up in the next few months that the boys will be together in person. And we're doing another draw. 
for the solo pod. Remember the knives? Of course. I am proposing right now at 49 minutes and 55 seconds on the clock that Andy, we do an alliance right now. Me and you, if one of us pull it, we're saving each other. And Alex has to do a solo pod. I'm throwing that out there live on the air. I'm playing my cards. If I'm pulling the dagger, fuck Alex. He deserves a solo pod. Andy, let's 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 do this alliance like we always say. I'm in. Wow, bang. Because it was my idea. And here's the thing, too, why it's smart is if Alex pulls the dagger, he's going to vote me, obviously, because I'm the one talking right now. You know, Andy's just a puppet master, so he knows he's safe right now. But maybe I work a secret alliance on Alex. Watch it. What an ultimate plot twist that would be. Well, I think we go one step further, Trev, because you know Alex isn't going to watch this or listen to this. I think we just do all the daggers with his name on it. <laughs> or when we pull it, we just pull all three of them. Yes, bang, bang, bang. And I think chaos is Adam Mitos. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. So, all right. I like that. Well, be on the lookout for that. I think it will be early January uh, when that will be uh, in play. Uh, so maybe by that time it would be like, what, episode 14, 15, 13? Something like that. I don't know. They all blend together. Um, so MVP, LVP time. The first order I saw was Andy. Andy, you got the first pick MVP tonight. Who you got? Um. God, this was a tough one. I jotted down some names throughout the episode, and it was nothing but LVPs. So I'm going to say the MVP for tonight is um, the people who are committed to the show, the AWLs, me and you, the viewers, the people who know that this show sucks and we still just fucking power through because we don't quit. We never quit. We're always going to be there for this show that has just been absolutely terrible. But we don't quit. We don't stop. That's the only MVP I can think of. <laughs> Is your pick like commitment? I'm just going to say people who still watch the show. Okay. Because people who still watch the show know that the show is in a terrible spot, but still watch the show. Still show up like the mailman every fucking day. Yeah. Uh, my MVP tonight is someone who's not on the season. It's got to be Kyle. I mean, Kyle stole the, uh, stole the scenes, uh, stole the movie, stole the episode tonight. I mean, he was on for 45 seconds. And yeah. the fact that I want him back more than these other clowns it gave me, it was almost like, it gave me like an adrenaline shot. Like, I want this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Good pick. Uh, LVP tonight. Um, I mean, there's a lot of ways I can go LVP tonight. But this person just pisses me off the most. Um, and I'm not going to choose Alex. I should, but I'm not. Um, my LVP tonight is Jay. Jay, Jay has one of the most punchable phases yeah. Of all time. And the fact that he had four confessionals, I think literally every single confessional he had tonight, he brought up CT. It's like, dude, pump the brakes. We get it. You beat CT. It just pissed me off. And honestly, I don't know if it's just in, this could be in three weeks, two weeks, five weeks, six weeks, or whatever it costs. It's that. If we get CT versus J in elim elimination, in this foreshadowing right now, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Why? I would love to see CT smack him. I, I agree, but like I'm calling this out right now because of foreshadowing. Like, I wish it would have happened. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's making me think that. All right. But one thing that's going to happen is Jay's so protected in this game, there's no chance that actually happens. It would have to be like a daily where the team who wins is like Horacio. Amanal, Colleen, 
Like the Island of Misfit Toys would have to win the daily and then throw in Jay. That's right. But here's the thing. Let me or you. chaos. Chaos. And that's what I'm thinking. Interesting. I know. Good pick. Such a punchable face. Yeah. I, I hate Jay. Jay is in – I just – I can't stand that dude. He's very – I don't know. He reminds me of the other Jay. All Jays fucking suck. It's the curse of Jay. Jay from – Marshall sucks too. <laughs> Have you ever met a nice Jay? Tell me. No. Yeah, all, all the Jays suck. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Um, all right. I'm in between two for my LVP. Um, I've got to give it to my man, Kylan, though. My man. Kylan sucks. With the sweater? Yes, with the Jetta and everything. Like, Kylan is just the worst. He's so unentertaining. I don't know how he actually got picked for this show. And he tried being a leader and doing the daily. He did terrible at it. Hit himself in the face with chains. He's got no alliances. Nobody likes him. Everyone's constantly going at him. I'm sure he's going to get voted in next week. And then one thing that also popped into my head, as Melissa was going on her little tirade, because the Kyland and Melissa you know, relationship subplot has dissolved com mm -hmm. almost completely you know he ain't hitting that right <laughs> and i think that could be leading to why oh, melissa <laughs> that could be why melissa is off her fucking rocker because she was trying to give it to him and he was just like oh heavens what do i do with this much ass like he was probably just like totally clueless and said oh i don't like being in these kind of situations and then guess what now she's fucking a psychopath so i put a decent amount of melissa's whole losing her shit on kylan my man um and he sucks at the same time so he's my lvp great pick great pick honorable mentions i think alex adamitos those are easy lvps tonight uh who else I, I had another show-related one, um, Raven. Oh, I just Raven. can't fucking stand her. Um, she acts like she's friends with everybody, but nobody likes her. Nobody trusts her. She's not going to go far in this game. She sucks. Like, I want her off my TV. Great pick. Yeah, she she really pissed me off this episode. She It's like she's a type of person that feels like she should be, like, should have like all the respect in the world. Like, yeah. like everybody should bow down or whatever. And like, you've done nothing in this game. Like you Correct. owe anybody nothing. Like, I don't know. So, Correct. uh, other MVPs tonight. I think teach deserves maybe a little honorable mention. I thought he had a very smirky comment about Nani. Um, yes, that was a good one. Casey, very good line. He had there Casey. Um, I don't think she deserved an MVP tonight. I, I think she, no. like, I would have she's going against Big T. Yeah. Uh, I think MVP viewers for not seeing Big T anymore. Yep. Uh, I think that's a win for us. Um, God, I think I picked, I think all of us picked her last. Big T. In wow. our, in our uh, preseason polls. Yep. So uh, before we go tonight, I did get a message from Alex. Uh, no, no. His the rule that he wanted. Don't you fucking dare show that message. You show that message, I'm off. Wow. He literally got on here saying, "Oh no, no. If you're not on, you don't get a message. Don't fucking show it, Trev." Wow. Okay. Well, me I, I and you, to... me and you have gone through hell for these episodes and me and you still come on. He doesn't deserve it. Wow. His words, not mine. Okay. That's that's hand up. That's that's fine. I will not I will respect not just Andy's decision, my decision too. I will we are a team, we are a unit, we are an alliance. We stick together and <laughs> I'm I'm 
we're, I'm not fucking playing it. So yep. whatever Alex says, we, I guess we'll never know. Uh, I'm curious who his MVP would have been tonight. Maybe us. Um, I don't know. So we'll never uh, know. With that being said, any other comments tonight? Or, um, or No, just the one last thing. I mean, we talked about start of the prop. We talked about Ooh. odds. We do have the start of the pod, bet of the night, the under in the Nebraska-Minnesota game. They just picked up the scoring a little bit, which I don't like. But for those of you riding, um, you're still hitting at a great clip. A million-dollar better would be up like 2 or $3 million, I think, at this point. So um, just something to keep in mind. Uh, what's the score? 44-42 with 11.55 left. And what would you say? Over-under was 149. Oh, you're looking great. Knock on wood. But uh, but yeah, that was your stir the bed of the night, stir the prop bed of the night, stir the pod bed of the night, stir the pod bed of the night. Perfect. All right, tongue twister out there. So, thank you guys for listening to a brand new stir the pod podcast show. I've been your host Trevor. You can follow us on Twitter at stir the pod. You can follow us on Instagram at stir underscore the underscore pod. Thank you guys. Love you guys. See you next week. You know, the Alliance will be there, but who knows if Alex will be there. Love you guys. Shout out Duffy. <gasps>